As you know, I love Anadox, as you say, and you've been in the voice industry, as I mentioned in the beginning, for like 26 plus years. So you've been able to see the difference between how it was before and now during the COVID-19. So how important would you say then is emotional content and messaging in the new now? And once again, share with us a few examples on how brands can and are using voice experience to create a feeling of safetyness during a period of time when we are too afraid to touch the world around us. So, um... As a result of uh, COVID, uh, we had been playing with having our product on Amazon Marketplace just to uh, see what the, all the talk was about, so to speak. Um, and what we have found is the most exciting part is we get to hear the voice of the customer. So we get these um, not only uh, reviews about how well the product worked, but also use cases. So uh, we have one product that is a little voice tag that's designed to go with um, gifts and to, again, deliver that thought behind the card. But all of a sudden, we're seeing the power of a familiar voice. So we're getting uh, stories about people who have parents in assisted living institutes that are literally isolated and cut off. You know, we all thought that the emoji killed the telephone. And here now, people are talking on the phone, and they're not transacting on the phone. They're just listening to a voice, uh, because we're all been isolated over the past year. So it's not, now I'm going to go beyond voice as a user interface and voice as a medium that can really convey um, emotion and uh, the types of things that uh, Limbic talks about, uh, the, those Limbic sparks. Uh, so it's uh, uh, the, the ability to really provide a familiar voice on demand. So when someone's lonely, uh, when a child, we have stories of uh, that uh, people have posted on Amazon uh, where military families have a mom or a dad who are stationed abroad and the kid has the voice of the parent who's not there and they listen to it every night before they go to sleep. Um, so again, what we create is application specific. You wouldn't do that uh, with a smart speaker. You wouldn't do that with an app on your smartphone. You have something that's tactile that maybe you can draw a picture on. Maybe you can put a fingerprint on something like that. And, and I think that is one of those trends that were there and we knew about, but has become really accelerated in terms of these times of COVID. And I don't think it's going to go away because I think, uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges uh, for the voice industry is discovery. You create an amazing skill or Google action, and then how do you get people to discover it? And we'd like to hope that we play a small role in helping people to discover the power of voice. Um, uh, we're almost uh, as though what we're doing with our voice of things and our self-playing voice is the training wheels of the industry, that we get these products out there and people go, gee, that that made me tear up a little bit. Uh, that was powerful. And to start to understand that. And I think for the industry, um, we... Uh, we have to think differently about uh, service bureaus and call centers. Uh, you know, when in the old days, you were on the phone with someone from a service bureau, you knew that they were probably paid a premium to get you off the phone as quickly as possible. And I think what COVID has done possibly, and you get it with really forward thinking companies, that the agent on the other line will say, well, how's your day? And where are you located? And how are you doing? And maybe for those forward thinking brands, uh, they're being paid a premium 
premium to keep people on the phone because what are brands doing if not trying to engage and create a, a relationship uh, with with their their users? And so I think that's really uh, the the biggest takeaway that maybe we all should do from from these days of COVID is how to beyond voice even, but how to uh, brands and human beings connect in a more meaningful way. And again, um, science in this case and technology is helping us do something that ultimately is very human. And um, you know, one of the things I, I try very hard to in my industry is if I'm successful, you don't know you really engage with technology. Uh, you forget about the technology, the underlying technology, and you're able to just engage on a very primal, uh, primal level with a product or a brand. What do you think about uh, using it for like menus or instead of the touch screens? Uh, can it replace that? I think, um, you know, it can, it, it, voice has to be used in an appropriate manner. Uh, it's not the uh, voice only, it's not going to be the the only way that we interact. Uh, you know, the those, um, those uh, platforms and brands that really get it uh, enable you to interact both with a keyboard, a mouse and with voice. Uh, some things are better done uh, in a linear fashion. I mean, the best example that I love to give, and you say that you love to Google things, is <laughs> if you're Googling something and you have a screen in front of you, um, and it comes up with three answers to your question, that's an abysmal failure for your search engine. If, on the other hand, your voice, uh, you're getting a voice uh, Google in a sense, you're searching for something in Google, and it gives you 500 answers, that's an abysmal failure of, 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 of the search engine. So really, the type of medium that we use will determine the appropriate uh, reaction. And depending on whether I want 500 answers or three answers will determine what the most appropriate interface is, whether it is my keyboard or swiping a, a, a screen or using my voice. What I love about you saying is not voice first or voice only, rather it's voice also. Another example is that I found online, Alexa, reheat one cup of coffee. And voice assistant technology is booming and Amazon Alexa and Google Home has forever changed user expectations because of the way it engages us at home. Again, what have you seen brands developing so far and what are your predictions for what will come? I think, uh, you know, again, as a good segue from what we were talking about, which is using voice in the appropriate manner, those uh, studies that I've seen in terms of how people are using smart speakers is the stuff that they do that then becomes a ritual. So if they wake up in the morning and they say, what's the weather? And they're able to get an answer while they're brushing their teeth or doing something else. If they use a timer uh, and it works, they will then habitually do that and continue to do it. Uh, and so I think with uh, the microwave example, uh, we all know what we want the microwave to do. We want it to understand that we have a single slice of pizza and we want it to heat it up. And there's a situation where the very complex controls that we have on uh, the microwave are similar to the complex controls that we used to have in our DVR machine. And of course, your DVR machine and mine were doing the same thing. They were blank. They were blinking 12 over and over again because we never knew how to set even the time. So, so the idea is in terms of discovery for, and discovery is critical, let 
somebody discovers something simple that works and that they will therefore do repetitively and you have established yourself. Um, and then you can build on that. Um, and so I think that's really uh, what uh, the voice industry, uh, you know, I've seen that the number of apps being written in the um, uh, Oh, Alexa community and Google has gone way down because in the first year or two, everybody was writing a new app, a new skill and all that. And then a lot of them were not getting discovered because they didn't integrate into the needs of a, of a typical person. So I think it's finding something very simple uh, that potentially you can build on um, that will be uh, discovered once and you have to get them on that first time. And just to show this is going to work and is something that will make your life uh, easier. Um, and I think that's ultimately uh, the future of the industry. And it's happening. Uh, the more every success we have, uh, every uh, successful use case is going to be driven in that direction. But we're never going to be totally voice only. No, no, I don't think that either.